how relatable is this? Like, does anybody else have an innate trait about themselves that they genuinely like that they've had to learn to create a boundary around? This is legit. Like, the one thing about you that probably makes you super unique, almost almost like your, your fucking boss trait that gives you confidence. Because the reality of it is, like, if it's something that we genuinely like, we're probably going to overindulge on it and push our limits and go way too far, which is why we have to create a boundary around it. My name is Jordan Bishop. Welcome to the Embrace Your Truly podcast. This podcast is designed to challenge and expand your connection with yourself by cultivating the practice of getting to know yourself. I am an avid learner of the human experience and the process of self-exploration, which by trade took me into the field of coaching and landed me in college basketball. For the last eight years, I've studied the human mind where I found a passion in how people work and how we develop our sense of self. My ultimate goal in launching this podcast is to help you see the purpose of your emotions, get in tune with your inner dialogue, and then thrive in the investment that you make in yourself. I know I will say to make sense of our emotional tendencies, provoke thoughts, and really the complexity of our human experience, this requires you to show up with four things. And that's courage, curiosity, vulnerability, and honesty. So if you can do that, if you want to do that, let's dive into the version of you that only you know. And boundaries need to be talked about more because without them, we go too far. We stretch ourselves out. You know, we love too hard. We we give too much. And ultimately, it leads to us just burning out. Recovery after a burnout takes forever. And the fact of the matter is, we're going to keep going through highs and lows if we don't actually know our boundaries. That's why it's so important like to understand where you need to create limits for yourself. So boundaries are guidelines that we set for ourselves, and we set for other people that come into our life of what's acceptable to how people behave towards us and how you ultimately behave to yourself and really understanding like what you need to do when people cross that line or when you cross that line and like how are you going to respond to that and it's necessary because at the end of the day we need to know what's good for us emotionally physically and honestly intellectually at that and then once we know them actually being able to like set the boundary and knowing your boundaries and affirming your boundaries are very different and actually affirming them is essentially how we put our values into action and that's how we protect our heart and our own person like because okay people are going to show up to your life however they choose we are not responsible for how people show up to our life what we are responsible for is using our voice to express what our boundaries are and actually telling people when your line has been crossed and when someone has overstepped and it's being able to recognize when to say no and when to stop. I think there's there's a couple of different ways that we can look at where to set boundaries. And we can look at boundaries from looking at ourselves and things that we have to hold ourselves accountable to and how we are going to hold others accountable to our own boundaries. And a way to look at this is by looking at an innate trait that we have about ourselves that we genuinely like. Like for me, I really enjoy that I'm resilient. I'm resilient as fuck. So I get excited when I'm challenged with different things and I get really curious about how quickly I'm going to overcome that or when the process is going to unfold or what I'm going to have to do to like overcome shit. I am I am like hands down the ride or die type of human. Like I'm all in. When you say we're going to do something, like I'm all in for it. I have the ability to get excited to like rep something, rep it again, rep it again, rep it again. 
And whether that's with just myself or that's a shared resiliency, like, I'm going to bounce back. (laughs) But on the flip side, right, there's such a thing as too much of a good thing. And kind of the backlash of being too resilient is not knowing when to stop pushing the boundaries and exerting energy, which, like, for me, um, and it's probably super relatable for anybody who's semi-resilient in nature, too much of it makes you just overly tolerant of things that are not good. Like, you become really accustomed to situations that are not good. Which, like I said, like, we overextend and it's harmful for ourselves because we get overwhelmed. And at the end of the day, like, as you continue to push past a point that there's, like, kind of no return, like, there's no more purpose, right? It just kind of turns into, like, a stubbornness instead of actual intent to, like, overcome. So then, like I said earlier, like, the recharge is a really slow process. It's like a freaking um, dial-up computer. It's going to get there at some point, but when it's going to happen, when it's going to fully, like, upload or when it's fully going to recover, you don't know. And I almost think about, like, it's like a dog when you when you play fetch with the dog. Like, every time you throw the ball, the dog's going to bring the ball back. You're going to throw it again, you're going to bring it back. And it's just going to keep waiting for you to throw the ball. It's going to keep showing up, right? That's kind of the flip side of it. On the positive side, like, I am a dog. <laughs> I am a dog. Like I said, I'm a ride or die. Like, I'm going to fucking grind it out with myself or with anybody else that I'm dealing with. But there is the flip side to it, which we have to be aware of. And that's part of knowing your own self. And likewise... This is also a thing with people that are super nice in nature. Like, other people probably love you because you're super likable. Nice people are obviously friendly as fuck. They're probably kind of fun. And the thing about, like, nice people is they generally like other people. They like to spread goodness and they like to smile. And it's just something that they really enjoy doing for themselves. But the backlash of it is, and the danger parts of knowing when your boundaries need to be put in place is, nice people, I feel like are really people-pleasing because they're they're naturally nice in nature. But the problem is other people aren't what you are in nature, so they're not going to be nice to you just because you're nice to them. Like, I don't think a lot of people take advantage of nice people because, like, they know that you're going to say positive shit to them. And the shitty thing is that a lot of people project their feelings onto, like, the nicest people on this planet. Which then makes it feel like it's your problem too, which is BS because once you feel like you're involved and the person knows that, I feel like then people flip it on you as if like, all right, now that you're involved, you are now part of the problem. And it's like this fucked up cycle where people start to say things like, you're only being nice to me because blah, 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 blah. And if you're the person that's super nice in nature, like this is a super dangerous cycle because you're like, wait, no, I'm actually like a nice person. So now you feel like you need to prove it, which then leads to being like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, that's that was my fault. Like, I shouldn't have done that. And nice people are, like, way too apologetic for me because it's normally not their fault. Because people project their problems onto nice people because they know that you're going to listen. But the reality of it is, like, other people's problems are not your problems. And when people don't meet your needs and when people don't give you the energy that you're giving them or try to give you the effort that you're putting in for them... That, need, that needs to be a line that's drawn right there. This is what leads to being able to identify like where you need boundaries. And honestly, nobody just has natural, intentional boundaries like already set in place. Every single human on this earth who's created healthy boundaries had to learn it um, and actually believe that it's good for them. 
and to highlight why boundaries are a must for all my sweet, loving humans out there. Other people dump their problems on you, and they also share too much. And this is probably something that would be necessary to create a boundary around, because if you don't like feeling like you're a punching bag, and you don't like to hold their frustration, and now, like, now you're involved with, like, the problem because now you know too much, like, that's an opportunity to establish a boundary because, like I said, your emotional responsibility is not to anybody else. You have an emotional responsibility to yourself. And if you feel like you're being overly stretched or you know too much about their situation, like, you have to tell them how you feel or else it's going to continue to happen. And that means that your boundary is going to continuously be crossed. And people don't know until you say that. And I'll say this. I do think when you're a person that's overly nice, not even overly nice, if you're just a freaking person that's nice, at first it may seem really challenging to voice your boundaries. But it's, it's going to be a practice of starting small and then working up to the bigger things. Like making sure that you understand, you know where you need to set your boundaries when you feel overly stretched. And then practicing it. And you can, like I said, you can start small. Like, think about, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you're out to eat and you get your bill and your bill was actually overpriced. And, you know, if you're a person that's really nice, you don't want to hurt other people's feelings. You don't want to bring the waiter back over and inconvenience them or whatever. You might not even say that your bill was wrong. And... It, like you're being oh it's like not that big of a deal but maybe like low-key it is a big deal you just don't want to inconvenience somebody else like however large or small your stress is around that this is one of those things where it's a moment to ask for a correction and it's not a matter of trying to internalize like oh you asked for a correction and now you're gonna feel bad like no this is your opportunity to show up to yourself and to not let this go unnoticed which is going to help you calm your inner your inner dialogue of this not actually being okay and standing up for yourself. Then you can move on to bigger things like manipulation. To all my nice people out there, you better make me a promise after I go into the topic of manipulation that you are going to set a boundary after you hear what the fuck I'm about to say about uh, manipulation, especially if you've been in a situation like this. So I want you to think about a conversation that you've had a conversation you've had with anybody that in somewhere in the conversation, something that they said seemed personal. And when you recap to the person, like, is this what you said to actually see, like, were you trying to hurt my feelings? Like, why did you just say what you just said to me? And they twist it back on you as if you're in the wrong. And they say something like, no, 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 like, you just misunderstood what I said. And they start playing on their word choice. No, 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 like, you heard this, but then they pinpoint like something that they said in the conversation that made that was like super irrelevant to the point that to the question that you asked in general. That like obviously they meant what they said, how they said it. That's clearly what you just said, right? It's not manipulation. If somebody if you call somebody on this and they sincerely apologize straight away, or they say, Okay, I, I see what you I see what you mean there. Can I re-say that? Can I redo that? That is probably not manipulation. That might be a misunderstanding. But it is manipulation when they put it back on you as if you were the one that misunderstood it. Because they know that you're nice and they're trying to make you feel bad. So they know that they can do that. And this is an absolute necessity to enter a boundary right here because for you, it's inappropriate. 
Because if you made the step to actually ask, like, hey, bro, like, is that what you just said to me? And they deny it and try to put it back on you. You have to tell them that they crossed a boundary for you and it's not acceptable how they just spoke to you or what they said to you. But at the end of the day, nobody is going to know that they overstep until you actually tell them that that is a boundary for you. And then too, like, once you state what your boundaries are and what's acceptable, if they continue to do the same shit that they were saying and to go down that path and not respect your boundaries, understanding how are you going to respond when you set your boundaries, when, well, let me say this, when your boundaries have been crossed, you acknowledge it, and that person is still trying to force your boundaries, how are you going to respond? You have to have conviction in your voice when you're putting your foot down. you got to have a plan in place. This is going to help you stand strong in what you decide to say. And it's almost like, I want you to think about, if this makes you nervous to like hold other people accountable to what your boundaries are, think about you being a friend that shows up for you. All of us have that one friend. I don't care what your social group is. All of us have that one friend who, if we get spoken to a certain way and don't say anything, that friend's going to step in and kind of defend us in that moment. I mean, I got a friend that is super quick on her feet to do this. If something's said to me that I don't want to deal with, like someone said something sly to me, but I like don't really want to deal with it. But if it's in front of her, she'll look at me, look at that person, be like, uh, excuse me? Like, you're not about to talk to her like that. And I know you're not about to let that go unnoticed. Jordan, you better say something. And I want you to be that friend for yourself. And like I said, it's the same thing for ourselves. And showing up to ourselves, and in my example of being resilient, you gotta know, you gotta know how far is too far, and you gotta state how far you're willing to go, and then stay true to that when you hit that end point. Um, you gotta know what's good for you. You gotta stand strong in that, because we can't control anyone else's behavior. They enter our lives however they choose. They exit our life however they choose, especially after we state our boundaries. But the boundary, especially for like being resilient and like being a ride or die the boundary comes with understanding how you want to be loved and how you want to love which comes with accepting when you say no and accepting when other people say no and also like how you choose to be respected and how you choose to have self-respect because without any of these we treat ourselves poorly and if other people are treating us poorly we can't be treating ourselves poorly too because that's going to lead to like i said it's the burnout we don't want to burn out the one trait that we actually like about ourselves. We want to keep building the positive construct um, about self. And we can only do that and keep fueling that if we have boundaries that are set in place for ourselves and for other people. And really, it comes down to being able to be less concerned about how you're viewed and more focused on what you actually need. Man, there needs to be more conversation around boundaries. I don't think we talk about it enough. But how relatable is this for you? And what are you willing to do to make sure that the natural trait about yourself stays fun and stays exciting? Let me know. You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram name is jordanbishop underscore EYT. And as always, please leave a rating and review because this is a new podcast. So if you enjoyed it, tell a friend about it. And I'll see you guys next week.